0: Crapier
1: guys. Yeah. So, oh yeah, that's Jeff. Hey, my name's Jeff. I like the party. Hey Wells, do you yeah. like the party? What you up to?
2: Uh, you know, hanging out, drinking some beer.
1: Where, where are we hanging out at?
2: Oh, yeah, this place does look a little not yeah, like where we usually the, record. Hey yeah, Josh,
1: I like what you've done with the place. You put in all this extra, you know, what stainless steel and, uh, and Yeah, since when did you start like a you know medium sized brewery in your uh, living room? <laughs> in my living room? Yeah. Uh,
0: so we have two special guests on. Special guests, would you like to introduce yourselves?
3: Sure, Uh, so I'm Ryan, I'm the uh, Director of Packaging and Social Media for Heist Brewery and Barrel Arts. Right
4: on. And I'm Peter, I'm the Director of Barrel Operations here at Heist. Cool. Hooray. So we're at Heist then.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we're we're at Heist. Heist. Okay, cool. This this all kind of happened after, uh, unfortunately or infamously, as we tend to do, we kind of got upset with, uh, well, that, that one event and we said some things and... Peter reached out. He was super cool about it. He was like, hey, you know, you know, we'd like another chance. We talked about this on the show. We had the beer. The beer was great. Yeah. You know, and so just so happened as part of that, you know, conversation, we, we started talking about doing a show out here. And so here we are. And it, no threats of physical violence. So it's right, always right, good. Like right. You never yet. know what you're walking into. Like That being said, I'm starting to feel a little dizzy. What's in this glass? Right.
0: <laughs> so Wells, you were actually here this weekend for a war, an anniversary. Yeah,
2: I was here. It's the fourth anniversary of the Barrel Arts Facility. That was a nice little time. It's been four years already, really. I
3: know. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we, we bought the building six years ago. Now, started brewing out of it five years ago. Um, slow build up to having the tap room that we do, and the good thing is it's kind of ever evolving. And now that we've got the barrel program, it's got so many different facets that it didn't used to, and we couldn't be more proud.
1: Yeah, awesome. It's a very cool space. Yeah, uh, definitely a different vibe than than the main. You know, yeah, good. I don't know for how many years, Josh and Buzz are like, you got to get out there. You got to see it. You totally dig it. And I'm like, all right, we'll see one of these days. And yeah. I think my wife loves it more than I do. But, you know, we're here for different reasons. She just likes looking at everything. <laughs> she likes the art. She likes the, so, the aesthetic, as I say. More with
2: the anniversary. Have a go. I mean, I had a good time. I good. had a New Zealand Pilsner and a New Zealand Pilsner with Kiwi and Hazy IPA and went home Nice. wasn't bad at it. Cool. Jeff, you getting anything?
1: No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, got a job, so you know. Hey, I, I'm starting to spend on beer again, so that's nice. That's, you, know? you got that for you. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, then I guess it's news time.
2: All right. I guess I should pull up those stories.
1: Yeah, and, huh? shouldn't we? It's, we it's should almost always. like you emailed them to me.
0: I know. It's <laughs> almost like I. We kind of try to do. Where's? Somewhat professionally.
1: Yeah. We didn't put a TV screen on the writer, so... Yeah, uh, we should have. Uh,
0: so, Bear Republic. Why do I remember them? Uh, they Racer are, 5. Yeah. Oh, that's the beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was trying to place it. Uh,
2: they used to be in North Carolina, like a fairly decent presence. And then they became one of those breweries that contracted this- back to kind of a smaller uh, footprint. And Yeah. I haven't seen them in, around here in years. Well, you won't see them anymore? Why's that? Who bought them? Wells. Drake's. Who's that? Another <laughs> California-based brewer.
4: Okay. Oh, fair okay. <laughs> so not,
2: what's the story? Not right? Drake, but, oh, you know, okay, okay. Drake apostrophe S. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I really thought that was Drake for a
1: <laughs> second. I'm like, wow. You're like Drake, and he's like, but then Drake's.
2: Oh, God.
1: You can't see the meme.
2: Are we really? But it was there. Uh, so... It looks like this is a brand only deal. That the existing facility and everything is not part of this transaction. That Bear Republic will just be contract brewed essentially or become a Drake's brand. But that gotcha. they just uh, want the recipes,
1: pretty much the branding, and the IP, yep. the name. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it. I mean, I'd imagine you know, if you've got a big enough facility that you could pull off somebody else's beers along with yours or just mix in the rotation. I mean. It's probably especially in this in this economy, it's probably a lot better than trying to buy another building.
2: Yep. Uh and it's not like Drake's and Bear Republic don't have extra capacity at the moment. Uh damn. Uh Bear Republic went from in two thousand sixteen selling eighty one almost eighty two thousand barrels of beer and that dropped to thirty seven thousand. And then and wow. this then Drake's over here, going from forty-four thousand in two thousand nineteen and down to just under thirty. So, oof.
1: So, I wonder if that's a matter of too much competition in California, maybe, or, or maybe it's just Bear Republic's getting to be one of those brands that people don't pay attention to anymore. Maybe. they haven't Well, uh, I was going to
0: say, I was going to ask the two folks that work in a brewery: Have you? When was the last time you guys even had anything from Bear Republic, or even remember hearing about
4: them? I mean, it's been years for me. The last time I, I think I had. Racer 5, I was in Asheville, and that was not even when I was living there, so 2014. Wow. I think. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a
3: minute. Jeez. Jeez. And I, for me, I, I, I drank Racer 5 every now and then. Um, one of the last things I really remember was uh, they did a triple collab with Stone and <laughs> Fathead. Okay. okay. Um, which, and I'm pretty sure it was Bear Republic. If it's not, I'm sorry to Bear Republic. Um, but I mean, that was 11 years ago that I tried that. So yeah, it's been a long, long time. Wow. That's crazy.
1: But I mean, you know, that also, you know, as soon as you said Stone, my eyes kind of rolled because that was the last time I saw them was probably during that era when Stone hardly put out any of their own beer. Everything was a collab. Maybe time goes on and, you know, again, like you see, we talk about it a lot. The breweries that pivot, the breweries that go for the new thing. Some of them are obviously like grasping at the trends, even though the trends have passed. Yeah. Some are leading the pack. Some are going to get left behind. Yeah. It's a bummer, but at least they're not gone. Gone, I guess. Right. But uh, you know, I don't know that I would buy them because I can't. <laughs> not not here, at any rate.
2: Very true. Well, speaking of legacy brands, yep. yeah, I might as well uh,
1: bring up. Y'all remember Rock Bottom. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's the finishing move from Dwayne The Rock Johnson, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> can, can you smell? Right after the, I well, you know, before anyway. or after the People's Elbow. It just depends on which right. pay per view it is. Exactly. So, what about what's going on with Rock Bottom? I mean, we used to have a Rock Bottom in like, uh, I guess, Uptown, right? Right yeah. there in the, in the main drag.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and we used to have a lot more Rock Bottoms nationwide. Mm. Uh, same thing for Gordon Biersch. I mean, uh, Shoot, some of these are just not even that familiar with.
1: (laughs) So what's going on?
2: This is a nice little puff piece, kind of a eulogy for the chain brew pub. Oh, okay. How that was a business model that was very successful in the early part of the 21st century. And as we've kind of seen the rise of like your neighborhood brewery, these multi-state brewing conglomerates just aren't as relevant and aren't really around much more.
1: I remember going to the one in Uptown. I think we had been here a year and I think I had been into craft craft beer a year and a half, two years at that point. And I remember looking at the menu going, I'm good. So it was, you know, like just wasn't anything like, like wasn't anything interesting there. So, was Hops a chain, too, or was that a local thing? It
0: was a chain. Was it? Okay. Because mm-hmm. you didn't mention it, so I just didn't it know. It wasn't on the well, head, it it was a head. Well, I know, but like that, so I used to live in those apartment complexes that were right there. So, mm-hmm. that was kind of like the place that I would go before I knew better than I learned. Like, no, I don't want to go here anymore. Um, yeah, it, it is kind of weird that, you know, those places all just slowly but surely started disappearing. But then we are also seeing... It rebirth under places like
2: Highwire and yeah. a few others.
4: <laughs> to
2: yeah, that like modern craft taproom model, I, I think, is fundamentally more different than like an on site brew pub model. I mean, these are like again more taproom focused things. I think the weird thing about these brew pubs is you had like a nationally mandated. List of genres that had to be covered, and they didn't really adapt very well to like what the locals were necessarily after.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or you know another way to a way to kind of poke fun at these two guys over here. Is it's the old heist model. Well, I have a vice and sales. Let's just keep making more of those. Well, okay, cool. But that's the only thing you got on. So of course it's going to sell. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, and that's you know again like going there and seeing just like a bunch of yeah. tired styles and tired. Like, nothing looks interesting. We have yeah. an
2: English pale ale. We have an American brown. We, we want a have Belgian a Belgian pale ale. Got to have one of those. I know. And it's it's just... A, it it seemed like their, their menu just had to check certain boxes and just wasn't any attention to detail, I didn't think. Like, it didn't have, like, a unique fingerprint. I went to a rock bottom in Charlotte and went to one in Denver. And it, it felt the same. But if I'm in Denver, shouldn't I kind of feel a little bit more like I'm in Denver and not just in
4: a rock bottom. Yeah, I mean yep. in my opinion, if if your flagship's an amber ale, you're doing something wrong. Ooh. Okay.
3: Ow. Welcome to Hot Takes at Heist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, it's still still light out. We could have played the whole Hot Takes at Heist after dark. After dark.
2: I mean I'm sitting here drinking an amber ale, I'm not too happy with it or an amberish
1: Mm. You're not too happy with it? I'm,
2: I'm thrilled. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I'm like, what, what? just happened
1: here? You yeah. love that
2: beer. Oh, yeah. I'm taking a heel turn on the I was ES like, beer. are you heel turning out of nowhere? Oh, no, no, no. No,
0: no, no. Fair enough. Uh, so, if I get words. Nope. Uh, Dark nope. Lord Day is coming back. Finally. Yeah.
1: Saw that. Saw that. Too bad we're not going. Next year. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about next year. I, I, um much like other events that took a break because of COVID and then came back. I think my experience with that was to tell me, like, maybe wait for year two. Yeah. Um, On one hand, though, you know, I'm sure they're going to have bands that you love. Oh, yeah. You know, Sodium, Sigma, Steel Door Lock, but, you know.
2: (laughs) Car seat, headrest.
1: Yeah, they're going to have them next year, too and uh i'm sure there will be a big rush for tickets this year i don't doubt because people missed it yeah you know i mean like it's it's kind of nice because it's a bottle share or you can just go and get your stuff or you can go and listen to music or you can do a little bit of both or all three you know like it's there's a lot there have uh,
0: either of you ever been to dark lord day or ever even thought about going to dark lord day i have not unfortunately um
3: I'm, i'm probably gonna get destroyed for this one I'm not a f- big fan of Dark Lord. Yep.
0: You won't get destroyed. That is a um, welcome opinion. That so beer it, sucks
3: ass. So.
1: Well, I mean, you want to talk about a beer that hasn't grown with the times,
3: right? I mean, and, it's...
1: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah like that, that totally to me, that is not... I am going to that beer festival for that beer. I am going for the experience. I'm going for the bands. The ball I, I,
1: I could give a flying fuck about the actual Dark Lord beer because it sucks. Like I mean it's not bad, no, but it's I mean bad. like but you know, it is an old style Russian imperial stout. It's a big soy bomb. Yeah, that's true. It's tons of umami and you know, it's it's fine.
0: If that's I guess yeah, if that's in your wheelhouse and yep. that's what you're after, but you it's definitely not something I'm after. Heaven forbid
1: these days. you happen to get lucky and pull the bottle in your allocation that's the one everybody's crazy about and it pays for your flight up and back. I mean right. you know, so be it. I'm not there for the beer either. I'm yeah. there for the bottle share. Yeah, it's the experience. Oh, yeah. So but it'll be interesting to see how that, that all plays out. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more feedback. I know the, the three of us are talking about it being a real deal next year.
0: So, yeah, Wells, are, are
2: you in? On mic, are you in for next year? I could look into that.
1: Okay.
0: I think we're going to go, finally. After yeah, all these so years.
2: after talking about Dark Lord Day this year, what what's the date? May the something. May the yeah. 20th. For those of you listening at home, if you are free on May the twentieth and really like umami and your stouts, then uh, <laughs> good head, luck getting a head, ticket. Head to Monster. Yeah, and good luck getting a ticket.
1: That last time we went, I think we drank as much waiting to get in as we did once we got in. Oh, I'm sure. Like people I, and, and you know, like especially after two to three years of COVID and nobody having really bottle shares, but still buying beer, yeah, there's gonna be some big honking whales out there. Oh I'm sure it's gonna be great.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Honka, honka,
2: burning whale.
0: So, Wells, what's going on in Oda? Because some interesting things, I'm sure, that got your jimmies all in a rustle. Uh, It
2: did get my jimmies all in a rustle. And any sort of time I see any sort of big real estate deal go through, any sort of property change hands, especially one that's so near and dear to me as this particular building is, um, I get worried. And even though... People that know more than I do reach out and like, hey, man, it's okay. We're not going anywhere. I still get worried. So all that said, uh, the building in Noda that I, I think is at the spiritual center of that neighborhood uh, that houses sanctuary and the neighborhood theater and salute Beer Shop and all that stuff is just got sold Ooh. to a developer. Uh, and and not for a little bit of money either. Yeah, like um, ten, 10 mil. Yep. Yeah a little over 10 million so i've i've been informed that like at least salute is under a long-term lease and isn't really worried about things and supposedly this is going to be the new developer is going to be pulling in a lot of like doing some capital improvements everything which is great and awesome and exciting i just get nervous because eventually that developer is going to want more money because they just paid a pretty penny yeah so th- either that means rent's going up or people are getting evicted or the whole damn thing gets torn down and some sort of mixed-use abortion gets put up in its place yeah i don't know man i ugh. well and, and of course and isn't, i'm a warrior like, isn't one of your favorite venues there too besides N- neighborhood theater yeah.
1: yeah okay i didn't know if you said
0: that sorry
2: yeah okay oh, i
0: said it first My bad. my maybe bad maybe second bad. i don't know
1: my bad I mean, you know, you're like me. I, I appreciate the status quo. I like things staying the same. I don't mind them improving as long as they don't change too much. <laughs> but, you know, well, I mean, well. so, so what happens, you know, if they end up having to, you know, relocate? Maybe not the end of the world.
2: But I can walk there now. Do you know how awesome it is for me to just, like, walk seven minutes I down mean, the it, street? It, it,
0: it, I have to give it to them.
2: Grab it's- a beer at Salud, head next door to the Neighborhood Theater maybe stop off at growlers on my way back to the house like why i don't want that to end sure i'm on the gravy train like- look and when
1: i find out that they're moving to indian trail ryan and i are gonna party <laughs> you're damn right we are <laughs> we're gonna party hardy
4: <laughs> now i do know that uh salutes lease lasts another nine years i believe so we do have oh hell yeah i'll be good dead amount dead of then. time
1: <laughs> well there you go either we that got- or your
4: liver will give out
1: i mean one yeah, of the two exactly yeah absolutely. i mean
0: <laughs> by 10 years if, if we're if we're not in the
1: hospital prevailed livers i'll be fucking floored my wife showed me a shirt the other day she's like should i get one of these it says uh, shut up liver you're fine <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> all right Lord. i thought i was the one with the drinking issue okay right? yeah
2: i mean I, again nine years yep that's great i will have moved out of the neighborhood by the time that nine years rolls up and this really directly affects me but oh my goodness I mean, they just worry you for the worry. neighborhood, right? You don't right? even
0: need to worry anymore. But it's
2: nine years from now. Yeah. You won't be in that area in What's nine What's going to happen
0: in ten years? I don't know. The sun's going to explode. Who fucking
1: knows?
2: We're all going to be underwater. I mean, right. the
1: economy's going to collapse again, right? That's right. what I thought. I mean, That's why yeah. I've been hearing that for every year. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, it's in quarter two this year now, instead mm. of quarter one. Right? Oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. Uh, what's the uh, the reasonablest, right? I know the world's going to end on uh, May 19th, uh, but the park's busy that day. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> How about May 22nd? That day's open. Okay, day's- the world's going to end on. Right. Always here with the Parks and Rec references. Thank you. Please. Last but not least, our favorite brewery on the face of the planet. What are they doing now? Oh, I was oh. like, are you really going to, like. Shame these guys. They're nah. standing right here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I recognize sarcasm. <laughs> I'm fluent. Very, very. Yeah, so uh, Brewdog is expanding into China after partnering with da, 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 ABM Bev.
0: You mean the punk rock brewery that signed their shares is expanding?
3: They
1: sold out. No,
3: no, say it ain't so.
1: Uh, I'm saying it is so. Everybody like and, and so maybe the way to frame this is everybody can be punk and say that they're above selling out and all that until it gets tough and they need to pay the bills. I mean, ultimately, and we, we talk about this a lot, the American dream is you start a business, you build it, you sell it for a ton of money, and you ride off into the sunset.
0: Yeah. Again, uh, AB, if you want to buy this podcast. Right.
1: We Let's will talk. sell out. Let's talk. We will shill your beer for good money. For a,
2: but as it for stands right buddy, now.
1: You were sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. At this point, I'd just be happy to
2: see a zero. Yeah.
1: Well, the good news well, okay. is that's what you have now: a zero. I uh, know.
2: Okay, <laughs> a zero with at least one something in front of it.
1: Ten bucks. That's all yeah, I got. Say, Here's twenty dollars. <laughs> Here's a five dollar bill right now for. I mean, that would cover
0: hosting for a year. So I guess they can take over the hosting cost for a year. <laughs>
2: Wow, we
1: just want you to go oh, away and stop sad. talking bad about us.
2: Okay, okay. Like, I'll take hush money. I'm not mad. So going back to Brewdog, yeah. and now them being brewed by AB InBev. Could, in couldn't happen China. to
1: a, a bigger bunch of dicks. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're you're telling me
2: that a company, when you look up ethics and or ethical in the dictionary, the logo appears right next to it, it and a CEO that when you look up scruples, there's James Watt. Uh, might not be entirely on the up and up. I am shocked. That's sarcasm. Yeah,
1: I, was I, it? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shirt that says "Sarcasm." It's how I hug. So, um, I get it. Um, you know, we, we famously have just no love for Brew Dogs. None like, I, at all. Because Fuck it, 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 it's because honestly, I think it's just because they posture so much. They do such yeah. a I, do they virtue signaling is that the is that the right term for the kids mm-hmm. um, and some gaslighting yeah, too yeah, it's they're, it's always they're about more gaslighting it's all about you know how they do it the right way and they're punk and yada 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 and then this happens and it's like look nobody's nobody's too big we have right. seen many breweries over the years claim that they know the best way they're the only ones that do it right everybody else is wrong this is the only model that works and then a year goes by something bad happens and suddenly <clears> they're like <throat> But now the exact opposite, that's the way yeah. we need to partner with this, you know, because they're going to yeah. help get our stuff on the shelves and and, and on the, the, you know, the shelves, the, the warm shelves, you know, because, yeah, whatever. But, <sighs> yeah. Oh, uh, are we buying any more brew BrewDog?
2: No. No. I mean, I was another I ever- one of those bands or bands, brands of when's the last time you saw them on the shelves?
1: Again, when
0: I was in London, they are all over the fucking grocery stores over there.
1: Every now and then I run into Everywhere. some oddball place that has, like, some cans of the, the Punk IPA or whatever. And, like...
0: I'm curious. I'm serious. Question here. Did you date check? Like, how old are those things? I wonder. I wonder. Because that's okay. one of
1: those things. And, you know, like, I will talk about one of these beers in a second. I'll get to that same kind of point. Sometimes I feel like, you know, the, the stuff gets old and it just sits there. And then people forget about it. And then nobody still knows it's there. And then what happens in... You know, like you just hate to see beer that's been sitting on the shelf for six months. Oh, it's a it's an IPA, and it's six months old. Cool. 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 Don't want that. Thanks, BrewDog. Mm-hmm. All well, right. you got that in?
0: Yeah, that was it. That was the... We threw we flew through those stories way quicker than I
1: thought. I mean, we can vamp about how much we hate BrewDog some more if you want. Nah. Like, okay. I think,
0: I think we're good at this point. I think <laughs> it's, we have gone on record good enough to know that...
1: This isn't one of those reverse psychology things where we're dragging them, hoping they'll like be, hey, let's get together. We're going right. to fly you out to the UK, and let's make a <laughs> beer. And I'd be like, hell no. Nope. No. Hard it's, pass. It's like the random dude who emailed the show, and he's like, hey, I love what you guys are doing. Oh, my God, that don't form. You, I, I, I shouldn't wh- have deleted that. I wanted you to get drunk and respond to it, because I kind of thought you might... Well, when he emailed the second time with his, like, obviously second form letter of, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm just, I'm trying to be a spy here. I want to know what's going on. You know, can we do some business? And I'm like, no, not interested. Piss off. Piss off. Sidetracked. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break.
0: We'll be back in third
1: hate you. <laughs> hate you so much. Well, it's Buy No Buy. Explain it. Uh, all right. So we're doing by No Buy, and uh, so we have brought some beer uh, of, of our own volition, and then uh, Peter and Ryan were nice enough to donate uh, a beer for the show as well. So we're going to talk about the beer, whether we like it, whether we don't like it. Uh, I'm not asking uh, the, the two gents to weigh in on the rest of the beer that's, that's not theirs because these are local breweries. And, you know, right. like, I, I don't want to put you in a bad spot. I don't yeah. want you know, like, these are your friends. You know, if, if you want to say something nice, feel free to say something nice. They stink.
3: <laughs>
1: if not, thanks my credit. Um, so up first uh, from Heist, thanks for providing the mighty fine Pilsner. This is a very interesting logo. It's, we, it doesn't we, at all look like anything I've ever seen before. Oh,
3: we, we totally didn't borrow it from anywhere.
1: <laughs> yes, not at all. Uh, so this is a Czech-style pilsner with Zuper what? Z- Zuper
3: Sazer. So Czech, uh, Czech Saz has been the typical hop that's used in Czech pilsners. Okay. Zuper Sazer is actually created in the state of Michigan. Uh-huh. So it's an American version of Saz hops. Um, but it's called Zooper Sazer because basically take every note that you would normally get from Saz and amplify it.
2: Is this a Michigan-grown hop, too? Yes, sir. Okay. Interesting. I mean, developed in, I mean, who knows? It could have made its way out to Oregon. Thought I'd ask.
1: Very cool. Um, very easy drinking, refreshing. You know, first beer syndrome is always uh, a possibility. I had a first sip of this, and I'm like, can I get, like, a gallon jug of this, like a big gulp? I, like, I just want to drink all. Like, Absolutely thirst-quenching, delicious. Very much enjoyed it. It's a bye for me. Well,
2: I mean, it's beer flavored beer. I love this stuff. Uh, nowhere for off flavors to hide. I really appreciate the super sazer. Uh, I mean, it's got like some perfuminess, grassiness to it that I, I don't know. I like it. I don't need to suck it stick any harder. It's a buy, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel though? That's what. Right? I, that's what I want to. How do you really feel about it?
1: Uh, no,
0: this is super good, super delicious. That first beer syndrome. Sometimes you do wonder. Definitely now on round two.
1: Yeah, I mean coming back to it a second time, I, I liked it even more. Yeah, absolutely. Big huge buy. Uh, any any other special comments you want to make about your about your own beer? Uh, the
3: the thing I'm going to say about our loggers is, and you know, especially for those that have been around with us for the almost 11 years we've been around. You know, it was a rough start for us. Then we jumped into the hazy game. Lager every now and then. Um,
0: Killed the hazy game. Not jumped and killed the hazy game.
3: But now we are... We are seeing that shift to where people want something light and refreshing. They want beer-flavored beer again. Yeah, they want Um, the Crispy Boys. So, over the past year, we've put such an emphasis on that side of our portfolio that we have finally hit our stride in being able to make beers like this. Um... You know, not every lager is created equal. Right. There's some of ours that are better, some of ours that we don't enjoy as much. But uh, this is just as much first beer syndrome as seventh beer syndrome. Mm. Um, we have been known to knock back can after can after can of this one without even thinking about it. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it is to this day uh, probably a top five lager we've ever made for me.
1: Nice. and I, you know and as someone who kind of famously especially on the show has been like these two have been trying to Stockholm syndrome me for years Josh fell prey to it yep um, it to me hazy isn't always I, some of them are done well I, it's just not anything that I'm ever reaching for that I'm ever terribly interested in um, I love the fact go ahead go ahead I, I I just love the fact that you all are making something outside of just the hazy and just the stout, you know, because you're good at both of those. Well, but and it's... I was going
0: to say, we, we've always discussed that to me, it shows more... I don't know. Yeah, you have it. it. It shows more skill as a brewery to be able to make a Pilsner and make it well than it does to make an hazy IPA. Because that's easy. Right. At the end of the day, I mean, I, I feel like there isn't a lot of skill required, whereas there, to me, there is a true definition of skill and you know I don't know what uh, however I, else you I, want to I, say I, it of we can make a pilsner and we're going to put it out and it's going to be fucking good yeah I, I feel like we haven't
1: it. said it in a long time but you know you can hide a lot in an adjuncted stout or a yep. hazy IPA yep. you don't get to hide no, in this kind of a beer yeah and that to me shows skill and precision and restraint yeah all I'm right enough dick sucking next beer up all right up next <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> one of the uh, uh, probably bigger news buzzes, you Why know, does floating around. Nota Brewing put out their. Uh, they, they did a, a collaboration with Cheerwine, a uh, Salisbury, North Carolina family-owned company, and they put out a, a Cheerwine Ale. It's a it's a wheat ale uh, with Cheerwine juice in it. Um, and damn it if it doesn't smell like Cheerwine, and damn it if it doesn't taste like Cheerwine with a little bit of like wheat ale on the back. Um, I went out and bought two packs of these sight unseen. Uh, We had friends over, and typically the move is the girls have a beer, the guys have a beer, and usually the guys are through like their first beer and a half before my wife gets through even halfway through her beer. She demolished one of these and was halfway through can two before we were finished with our first one. Wow! Yeah. um, She's a big fan. Um, I've already had a request to ship this out to the corners of the U.S. I, I, I think it's, a, it's, it's an absolute success. That said...
0: Would you actually buy this beer?
1: I have, and I will, and I'll continue to buy it. Um, I like it. I, okay. I like, it's not my go-to whatever, but like I could see this in a pool being very good. Okay. Um, but here's my concern. has already come out and said that they're going to make more of it, and they're talking about making it part of their regular rotation, and I feel like that's a mistake. Yep. This beer, I would agree. This They need to McRib this beer. Totally. This needs to come out once or twice a year, yep. make it a seasonal, yep. get the hype up in the springtime, and this thing will absolutely kill. Oh, yeah. My fear is that once the novelty wears off, and it's going to wear off, because it does with every beer, yes. the novelty is going to wear off, that's going to sit on shelves, yep. and it's going to damage the overall brand. Yep. I would agree. That said, I'm going to buy it. Wells? Damn. Jeff, coming
2: in with some heaters. Yeah. Um, This tastes exactly the way it says it's going to taste it's a cheer wine ale uh i happen to love cheer wine um i know there was a joke made on reddit a couple weeks ago about like will this beer go flat within five seconds of opening it (laughs) thankfully it does not it does taste smell everything like cheer wine like congratulations like mission accomplished you nailed it but um god I can't believe i'm gonna say this. i'm really gonna buy this beer not like a lot but i'm just sitting here thinking i've got like a couple marinades and everything oh, that yeah. i can kind of pull off with this and
1: so oh, that's there's some chicken in that
2: yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah shoot okay i nothing nothing else to add this is
3: just tasty that was a really aggressive yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> we'll get really excited i start thinking about like oh i can use this beer as a marinade and I know what I'm going to do with it. And it's like so. one of those,
1: two where you could use it as a marinade and then like, oh, no, I've got half a can left. Oh, oh, shucks, what do I I do? oh no, I've got to drink this now. As opposed to that beer. It's like, well, I guess I could put it in my chili. I don't <laughs> right. Know, I exactly. guess I'm gonna have to dump it all in my oh, chili. Oh, ruin my chili. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, stone crime and punishment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh.
1: Big boy. <sighs> you know Heather'd love this. She
0: probably, no, she hates sheer wine. Oh, she does? Oh, she's going to hate this. Sheer wine. I'm the one that loves sheer wine. Gotcha. This tastes too weird for me. I cannot get over it. Okay. Like, it's so good, but yet, why does this taste this way? Like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't exist. It's like Frankenstein's monster. Why did they make this? Why? Why? But it's good, and that's the weird part. Like, it is well made. Yeah. And you're right of it being a wheat. Like, right. imagine if they did this as a sour. Or, you no, know, who, I
1: wouldn't want it as a sour. I- anything else I would, it take would it not idiot. work. Yeah.
0: It works as a wheat beer. And, and you were tell- 100% right. And they've got to McRib this thing. Because yeah. if they don't, it's just going to sit. And nobody's going to want to buy it after six months.
2: Yeah, Quarterly releases or In- or do it like Oberon where it's around for, like, the summer. Yeah. Because I'm not reaching for this if this it's snowing a outside. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, I, right. and I'll tell you, like I haven't seen the hype train since. Oh, the back, hype train on this was. Remember huge. back in the old Hop Slam days where people were like chasing trucks. Oh yeah, you and and would we would all, all were a part and we'd that. get on Twitter and be like, "Oh, I just saw some over here," and everybody or Cold would go, "Mountain." Rushing. Yeah, remember that one? And it's there you been go, Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain still gets a little bit of that because it's not around all year long.
0: Uh, um, so to actually officially say, I will no buy this beer. Sure. it's, Again, not gross. It's well made. Yeah. It's just not something I. I could see myself
1: acting like I don't know drinking. that you were the market I don't no, think you're I'm the not. intended audience for this. I'm and not that's and at that's all. fine. I will tell you that I was at uh, so I was at the buzz. He was supposed to get some in, it didn't come in. Um, I went to Harris Theater on Saturday and they must have had I don't know, let's call it fifty-four packs on a display. Uh-huh. Bought two thinking, well we'll see how it goes. It wasn't you know it was eleven dollars for a four pack, it was decently priced get home we had it that night my wife goes crazy i'm texting my friends they all want some i go back the next day just to make sure they were down to like 10 four packs Jesus. like within less than 24 hours they sold through the majority of what they had there like it's it's a hot ticket item for now
0: yeah uh peter ryan any thoughts
4: yeah i was just going to point out that i think the reason why i am a huge fan of this beer is it's weight. How it drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of sodas, fountain sodas, sometimes they can be overly syrupy and yes. sweet, yep. Yes, and they coat the mouth. This just drinks clean. Mm-hmm. You get all the flavor you need. Yeah. You do get that extra hit of that wheat ale at the end, that kind yep. of like astringency that we're used to, yep. uh, which I think plays really well on it. I think it was very well executed like
1: beer. Up next, Sun Drop ale. Please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. uh, I, I'll add this. Um, out like two days after they uh, they released it, uh, fiance and I were out in South Carolina hitting Southern Spirits and you know Frugal McDougal's and all this. Um, we bought a four pack sight unseen. She was like, "I have to try it. Well, I, just, course, I need yeah. to know. I have right. to try right. it." Oh yeah, um, everybody should. We because we we always share beer, so we finished one can in twelve minutes. Chops, sure. yeah, and it was like oh. Oh, well, we're going to be in trouble on this uh-huh. one.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, Jeff, next group. Uh Next up, another Noda. Um, limited run. This is Proctor's proper pint, uh, proper with two peas because it's a propagating joke that he made. Oh, dear. Because uh, Anthony Proctor's the yeast wrangler. Yeah, yeah, he propagates yeast over there. Um, and so he wanted to make a straight-up traditional ESB, and... Um, you too, Josh and Wells, you love ESBs. Yes. yes. I enjoy ESPs. Um, I will tell you, there was a one afternoon I went to the Buzz, and normally if I'm there long enough and I have three or four pints, I try a little bit of everything. Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this, you know, like uh, as well as likes to say uh, uh, a promiscuous drinker. Mm-hmm. That's all I drank. I had that one first. I ordered three more. That's all I drank that day. This beer is fantastic. I absolutely love it. And I believe this is the second run because they got the actual malt in that he was wanting. Um, it's as good, if not better. I'd have to have them side by side. <laughs> oh, but no. uh, I very much would love to buy packages and packages and packages of this. Love it. Big bye. Balls? Yeah, I'd love to
2: see this in cans too. I can't really get enough ESP in my life. Uh, big thanks to Heist for brewing that everyday drinking beer or oh, everyday yeah. sipping beer. Sorry, the EDB. Uh, we had it on the show a couple of sessions ago. Yep. Um, I just get excited whenever I see those three letters more than
1: when it's done well. You I'll, know, ex- in, in but, both but of those, even like I've found that
2: if you're, if folks are willing to venture into making an ESB, I've I've always had competent ones. It's either a style you avoid. Or you kind of know what you're doing. Um, this this is of- this is really good though. Yeah. Big buy on this one,
1: Josh. Josh hates it. No buy. Yeah, moving on. on. No, uh,
0: this is well made. It's. I mean, come on. We it, when I when Jeff said Proctor was making a beer, I was like, okay, I know what I'm gonna get. I know it's going to be well made, and I know, and I granted <clears throat> it was more than just Proctor involved in this process, but. This is damn good. This is a good representation of an ESB.
4: Yeah, absolute buy. No questions asked. Yeah. you have any thoughts, Peter? I mean, I, I have to agree with you. I think it's a well-executed uh, version of the style. I I typically don't gravitate towards those styles. Gotcha. Um, but um, I, I really like – I get a lot of graham cracker notes to it, yeah. which uh, I think comes from, I I want to say, maybe biscuit malt that he threw in there. But I, I think it was well executed. Just not personally my style. Fair enough.
3: ESB. I used to not think ESBs were my style, Um, but I I just I. But that's also because I drank nothing but hazies for years, and before that, it was nothing but these ridiculously over hoppy. You know, two million IBUs right. uh, for years before that. Um, that sweetness and that maltiness is just so welcome, especially when you're yeah. trying to kind of calibrate your palate towards the entire spectrum of right. what beer can be.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well said. Uh, next
1: beer. All right. We've got a, a heist barrel special here. Um, this is frightening comfort, a um, barrel-aged stout aged in Weller and Old Fitzgerald barrels. Oh shucks! Well, no. um, with vanilla cream-filled cookies, Java chip cream-filled cookies, and chocolate hazelnut cream-filled cookies. Just so we're clear, we're not we're not they're cream-filled cookies. Not any sort of brand name. What's brand right. name? <laughs> cookies or or. A, no, Oreo. Okay. Um, 13.5%. This is, uh, it's a little bit of a doozy. It's very sweet. A lot of, lot of the cookies in there. Um, I would have loved a little more Java, um, but I'm a coffee junkie. Uh, so there's that. That said, um, I'm definitely buying one of these to take home. My wife is a, a cream-filled cookie, uber junkie. And, uh, yeah, this is right. She, she's going to love that one. Very good. Big bye. Wells. Wells. Oh, dear.
2: Going to keep any jokes I have to myself. My bad. Um, <laughs> uh, man, my kind of tolerance for the pastry stout genre has pulled back a lot from where it was a few years ago. And so I approached this with a little bit of hesitation. And... I'm glad that some restraint went into making this. It's not as uh, diabetes-inducing as I was afraid of. Uh, I, I'm having a really good time, and I will buy this. Not just because the person who made it is standing across the table from me looking, <laughs> looking, looking bigger punch you than right I am. Face. I say, that,
1: he did put the gun away. So, <laughs> yeah. like.
0: I mean, he was mean-mugging us there for a little bit. I was, <laughs> I was a little
2: worried.
1: Oh yeah. See, see uh, oh, yeah, of course. You can outrun him. I think it was leg day.
2: it's never like day never like day
0: (laughs) josh so i'm i'm with wells in i'm kind of over the adjunct stout these days like it just it got so far like i don't know what happened and then people are starting to do beers like this where there's restraint involved and it doesn't taste like a diabetes bomb because that to me i can't stand those things anymore like his little weird maple syrup journey that he oh, took us yeah. on, yeah. for Christ's sake. He had a season.
1: You did. and it, evil, it, evil Twin, and they had more ingredients than they had words on the, the beer name, which tells you a lot. So yeah. it's the opposite of a burial. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there were still a lot of words. Uh, and so then I,
0: I guess it kind of hit the, you know, I'm going to rebel against all this. And I just started finding, for the show, just non-barrel age, just plain stouts, like... Just to reset our palates of like, you know, hey, like Allagash, we just a couple of episodes ago did Northern Lights. And I'm like, who would have ever thought the Allagash just makes a normal stout that's not crazy, doesn't have any ingredients in it. They just make it. But this is still delicious because, again, it's got that restraint. It isn't a diabetes bomb. Yep. And that's where the haze world gets me and the stout world has missed me of these... Overly adjuncted, sweet, diabetes-like stouts that everybody's chasing down now. And I kind of hope that we start to go backwards.
1: Yeah. That
0: we kind of get back to the normal. Well, I mean, there's, you know. Like, just put put a beer in
1: a barrel. Let's call it a day. Right. You know, Ryan was kind of talking about that, you know, how we're kind of correcting course a little bit and kind of going back to beer-flavored beer again. Because there comes a point where, you know, drinking super pulp orange juice isn't fun anymore. No, you're right. It's not. Like okay, I'm quote unquote drinking beer, but are you really?
0: Yeah. Any notes, know. thoughts about this particular beer?
4: No, it's just it's it's kind of interesting to me how um, how restrained the Oreo actually was. Uh, uh, it yeah. actually wasn't. You, you mean the vanilla the cream filled cookies? Oh, the uh, the cream filled yeah. cookie. Well, well it would be restrained there. because
1: there's yeah. no Oreos in it. There's That's only cream filled. That's cookies true. In this we would
2: never use a <laughs> trademark without permission. That's right. But the uh, copyright Craft beer Cast 2023. <laughs>
4: Don't sue us. Um, But uh, the the cream-filled cookies, we actually used them at a rate of 37.5 pounds per barrel, which is over three times more than I've ever used for a beer before. I've done other Oreo beers, and it's been about... Oreo beers. So so, so at another brewery, you made Oreo Oreo beers. beers. Okay, I get it. Well, at another brewery. That makes sense. It wasn't this
1: beer, because these are (laughs) cream-filled cookies. But uh,
4: we had to go that aggressive because um, we wanted to use different barrels. In the last four or five months... We've been releasing what is our oldest stock, which is Heaven Hill Barrels. Okay, And uh, I picked those to start off the program with because they're always consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have a ton of variations, so they're great for blends. Now, in our second and third uh, batches that, because we have about one brew a month for the barrel program right now, Okay, um, we started to diversify our portfolio. And we started seeing that people were being like oh great another heaven hill barrel another heaven hill release and we don't want to oversaturate the market with just one right. one barrel of beer so right. purposely used uh 10 and 11 month again the program's only at this point 13 months old so our oldest stock is 13 months okay uh, which is that heaven hill the first one so these at the time of bottling or package uh um or barreling out it was 10 and 11 months uh and they were still pretty hot so pretty aggressive i mean you can still get the heat from the spirit right up front which is something that's heavily adjuncted like this right you don't normally get so is it's kind of the the way that we were recirculating uh the stout on the cream filled cookies i did it right that time yeah there we go kudos Um, well
1: yeah because this beer is made with cream filled cookies yeah
3: right yeah Yeah. exactly exactly
4: um but I, i think it has a lot to do with that as far as the difference in contact time that normally i would do on the cookies um, you know, normally I'd have a pump running and recirculating, okay. whereas every day we'd come in and we would keg off a couple half barrels, you know, we're doing two and a half barrels at a time, uh, when we add junk. So we want to keep this small. We're only producing 200 bottles at a time. Gotcha. Um, okay. and so we're pulling them off and then slowly reintroducing them and agitating them with CO2. Um, so it doesn't have that opportunity to go into the basically the sugar-based cream filled and actually disintegrate it and get it into suspension and kind of allow for that kiss and as far as like the java chip i would uh, that was my favorite one out of the three that we chose um you know the the chocolate hazelnut was great um tasted a lot like a hazelnut spread that everybody loves yes um and uh the the vanilla cream uh is obviously a huge fan favorite but i think in the next version we're going to focus primarily just on the the ship the and we're trying to you know make a transition to instead of just putting out those heavily adjuncted stouts where we're focusing more on the original types of adjuncts just to go along with the actual barrel in it the makes future sense. so you're going to see more you know coffee based more vanilla right. based right nice. i know you guys like the the ruthless mercy oh, oh yeah you know, i oh, can yeah. uh, it's going to be hard to replicate that beer, but uh we have uh a lot of vanilla on order um and we are Going to to kind of hit all of those areas which you guys are talking about instead of seeing those diabetes bombs because if I wasn't already standing,
2: I wouldn't be able to.
1: Right. I mean, but that's kind of the thing, right? I mean, like, um, my my buddy Scott in Spokane texted me when he was on a work trip and he was at Jay Wakefield and he's like, Look at all these bottles I can get. Do you want any of them? And I'm looking at him, I'm like, All of those look like I would not enjoy them they're just it's too much going on you know and it's like (laughs) hazelnut and marshmallow and maple syrup and and it's like i'm sure they're good but man i just don't thanks but no thanks yeah exactly i hate to say no to a you know a a beer that especially it's hard to get but i just don't know that i'm going to enjoy that you know and that's that's what makes it tough sometimes you get some of these pastry pastry beers and they they can get a little cloying and stick around a little too long so absolutely uh final beer Final beer up, um, QCBF winner, Triple C's North of the Border. Uh, this is a grapefruit and lime Paloma-style goza with a touch of sea salt. Um, happened to be at um, The Buzz. Before QCBF, Ryan brought a can of this, and I tried it, and I was like, mm, yes. And then Grant ordered some of it, and I said, hold me a four-pack, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely get that and then it won you know so clearly i wasn't completely wrong in that or at least the 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 folks at qcbf agreed with me for whatever that's worth but uh, i love this beer um it is grapefruity and refreshing and again like this would be a killer pool beer um because it's getting about that time of year it's 70 degrees out here in charlotte today although it was like rainy and 40 yesterday yeah like it's 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 weird weather and i can't really tell it's humid and i'm kind of sweaty but i'm also cold it's yeah I don't know. That may be my liver failing. I don't know. But, uh, but I really... want to get that checked out. You. Yeah, one of these days. Um, it'll be fine. I'll just rub some dirt in it. I, I really, really enjoy this beer. Uh, it's a big buy for me.
2: Well, My only complaint is it's not May or June right now. Right. Because um, I really enjoy it right now, and I'm just imagining... You said, like, oh, this is a, a great pool beer. You're right. It really would be. So... Um, I think this is a collaboration with Emer Artists, Triple C, Emer yes. Artists, whatever. Uh, can y'all just like make this again, please, in four months? That
1: thanks. Josh hates Goza. Uh, you
4: love
1: grapefruit.
0: I love-, I love grapefruit. I love Palomas. I don't like this beer. Okay, it's so close. It is getting close to that point of that sour that I could tolerate. Yep. But I could guarantee you I could not finish an entire can of that. I would be in heartburn hell. Okay. What? Ah. Yeah. I would be. You shouldn't surprise me anymore. You, well, I, I I don't know how I would, but <laughs> I mean, it, it's well made. Yeah. That's the thing. It's well made. It tastes really good. It's just, I, I can't get over those sours. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's broken with my brain, but apparently something is because I just don't like them. Over Macho Grande? No. I, I, I didn't get it. That one landed like a wet turd, sorry. No, so that's a no I don't buy. think I'll
1: ever get over Macho Grande. No airplane
0: fans in the house. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Uh, notes?
3: Um, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm with Jeff and Wells on this one. Um, make this in May, and I will drink the ever-loving shit out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Paloma is, is it's a cocktail that I make for myself a ton. Every late spring, start of summer... Um, And this puts it in a more approachable form. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think this beer is great. Uh, I can see why it won QCBF. Um, I just want it in late May. Yeah. So uh, if you're out there listening, please make this (laughs) again for late May.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, this is another style that I'm not a fan of, uh, but I will say it was very well executed. Uh, the acidity wasn't too strong for me, uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say bye uh, just because of the connection I have to a more artist, my old coworker, worker uh, good friend, great human being, uh, Travis Tolson, head brewer, owner there. Um, anything that he makes, I I have full faith in. Cool. Right on. Jeff, it's time for I Tap That. How does
1: that work? I Tap That is where we choose the beer that we like the most and would love to have a keg of. Um and there are some, sorry, some awesome choices here. I don't, I don't know that I've ever been this uh, flummoxed with so many choices. I know for me, um, if it's pool season, you know, in a couple of months, and that north of the border is available, I'm tapping that. Um, I know my wife would be mad at me for not tapping the wine Ale, but that's a her thing, not a me thing. Uh, but the one that I kept going back to was that Proctor's. That, that ESB has um, been it for me for a while. Uh, yeah good job Anthony
2: Wells do you really expect me the resident ESP homer to tap anything except the well made ESP
3: Uh, I
2: I mean I tried fighting that I tried keeping an open mind but I also did keep coming back to it and no regrets I'm going to be tapping the Proctor's proper pint Josh Put your phone down. Oh, I'm trying to code the buy-no-buy no buy thing, dude. And Ugh. it sucks on mobile.
0: I don't like this on mobile at all. I hate it. I hate it here. Um, You're not welcome back. Good. You, you use native Google phones? Why aren't you doing this? Why are you making the dude that has to have two separate apps do it, Jeff?
1: <laughs> did, did, you, did you ever once think to ask me nicely? No. Or even ask me at all? No. Then shut up.
0: All right. Fine, you <laughs> fuck. Um...
1: It's got to be the ESV. I mean,
0: it's fucking delicious. Don't get me wrong. The it, almost everything here, outside of the monstrosity of the cheer wine, that <laughs> I just don't get. I don't get it all. It's well made, but it sucks. Uh, I would gladly have on my kegerator, but yeah, that ESV is just something special, something else.
1: Any Still, uh, closing comments from uh, from you two? Yeah, I was gonna say. So you, we're don't, don't, of have to, you don't have to. You don't have You want a here. pimp?
0: You want to plug? You want to tell people about this episode? Will drop thursday so anything
1: special coming like, up that yeah, uh, people should know about
3: or... i mean i i you know we we release beers every single week um okay. but i i i kind of wanted to take this time to uh
1: do not to... pimp your soundcloud so help me <laughs> i will reach across this table
3: <laughs> so i can't talk about my myspace either sure you okay. can do that <laughs> your friendster <laughs> um No, I I actually... I want to echo what everyone said so far. Uh, A well-made ESB should be celebrated. Yeah. Um, And this one from Noda is um, outrageously good. Uh, So I could pimp everything about Heist right now because I love my job and I know how to pimp myself.
2: Pimping ain't easy.
3: You're right. But uh, at the same point... um, I also love what other breweries are capable of. And to see something of the level of this ESB is just fantastic. And uh, just uh, well, well done to the whole crew at Noda.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Meanwhile, come check out uh, Heist Barrel Arts. I mean, you know, obviously, thanks to both of you for having us here. Uh, We'll say it again in the next show. But uh, very cool space. Uh, lots of beer options. I mean, this it's, honestly like, is my
0: I, favorite tap room and, in Charlotte. And I'm going to say it's
1: this, sound. and it's going to sound like a backhanded compliment, and it, maybe because it is to a degree. But as someone who has legitimately turned Josh and Wells down at least a half a dozen times when they were like, oh, we're going over to Heist, we're going to Barrel Arts. And, and I'm just like, man, I don't want to sit there and not have anything to drink. Um, those days are over. And there are... Clear IPAs, there are lagered beers. Um, you know the stouts. Like, there's just so much going on here. You owe it to yourself to give another chance if it's been even two years since you've been here, even if it's only been a year. Yeah. like You, you deserve. You, you owe it to yourself. Come back out. It's a very cool spot. Yep. Um, this whole place is probably getting ready to blow up too. I'm imagining. You know, and it's it's only going to get bigger and better. But uh, come check it out. A lot of cool stuff here. Uh, meanwhile, uh, come check us out on the interwebs. CraftBeerCast.com, um, Josh. Uh, I guess it's. Are, have you given up on the Twitter? Now that TweetDeck's gone. Eh, it's not gone,
0: but I kind of forgot about it the last sure. couple of weeks. So.
1: Do you at least get the email notification when somebody slides into your DMs? Yes. Okay. So I you do can get still that. you can still slide into Josh's DMs at CBCast. You know, so there's that. Wells. Yeah. Anything uh, for you? Where where can we find you at?
2: Oh man, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, lurking, at all the wells. Quietly, judging you, Josh. Where are you? Besides,
0: right here. You can follow me on Twitter, I guess. That you're Josh not going to be here see. forever, though. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit slash <laughs> r slash Oh wait, beer did cast. we not
1: mention that Josh is staying?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. This is a package,
2: it. deal, He records here. Uh, he's he's part he of the table. He stays here now. until yeah. we record somewhere else. So. Yeah, Fine. <laughs> We like free labor.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> fold me up into the table and. That's right. You know. That's
1: right. Push me around. <laughs> um. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash beercast. You mentioned Patreon. I haven't in a while. We've okay. got a Patreon. Thanks to those of you that su- support us that way. All three of you, I, yeah. you know, it's there, you know, you don't, uh, you know, like whatever I, like, we, we, it is, it is. Don't have to explain it. It's fine. I was it, explaining it, to those guys. All it's right. Fine. Any, anything for you guys, any yeah. uh, social medias you want to uh, promote or talk about?
3: So, uh, obviously for us, uh, it's at Heist Brewery and at Heist Brewery underscore barrel arts. Uh, we have started our own YouTube page um, that is going to get weekly content. Um, we are planning on starting a TikTok because that's what all the cool I kids was about are doing. To ask, are you on TikTok yet? Um, <gasps> that's and, it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll even go as far as uh, going back to the whole pimping myself. Um, if you want to follow myself, I am at Beer BeerGuyRyRy on Instagram. I uh, post about. Basically, beers from across the country.
4: Don't follow me. <laughs> all right, <laughs> fair, fair enough.
3: enough. No, you're following him at Stout Pants. Yes, you heard that right. Stout Pants. Pants. All I, one word. I,
1: like, don't even try to make fun it's of him, because It's also private Because that is, somehow, that is somehow nowhere near as embarrassing as beer guy Rai Rai. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, I didn't want to say it, but once you start to bust at his chops, like, all right, we're going there, that's pretty awful.
0: For real. All right.
1: Having a one in the middle of your handle. Anywho,
0: see you next week. Yep. Talk to you guys next Thursday.